Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. I'm Stefan James, founder of ProjectLifeMastery.com, internet entrepreneur and life coach with a passion for living life to the fullest and fulfilling my potential as a human being. My purpose for this podcast is to be a powerful and passionate example of the unlimited possibilities that life offers for any of us that has the courage to commit ourselves to life mastery while sharing ideas, concepts, and strategies that can help you master every area of your life from your health, mindset, emotions, business, finances, relationships, and spirituality. Now, if you're someone like me that is hungry to take their life to the next level, then you're in the right place. Welcome and let's begin. All right, so in this video, I'm going to share with you guys the most important thing I learned from Robert Kiyosaki, the author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad. When I first saw this and really understood it and got it, it really changed the way that I thought about creating financial wealth and financial abundance in my life. This is the key to creating financial freedom, and I'm going to share with you guys how poor people think and then also how the rich and the wealthy people in the world think. And by the way, if you haven't yet read any of Robert Kiyosaki's books, I'd highly recommend that you do. Start with the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, um, and then read some of his other books from there. But it'll just give you the basic financial understanding about creating wealth and creating financial freedom. Um, I had this one client that I coached in my early 20s who was very successful, multimillionaire. He was a man that was in his 60s. And at the time, I was in my early 20s. I was coaching him on his social skills and dating life with my first business called Lifestyle Transformations. And I remember I asked him, I said, you know, for someone that, that myself that's just getting started on his journey, creating financial wealth and financial freedom, what would you recommend for someone like myself? And he said, have you heard of Robert Kiyosaki? And I said, yeah, 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 Rich Dad, Poor Dad, I read that book. And he said, great, I want you to read all of his books. Because if you read all his books, it will, it will teach you the mindset that you really need to create financial wealth and how you think about assets and liabilities. He's got a lot of really great content that's explained in a way that's very simple to understand. And he just simplifies creating wealth uh, in ways that, in my opinion, other people do not. So highly recommend his books. I'll link to some of the resources below. All right, so let me share with you guys this model here. So this here is what Robert refers to as the cash flow quadrants, okay? This is the cash flow quadrant. And oftentimes what most people start off as in life is what he calls an E, also known as an employee, okay? So this is how most people start off. They start off as an employee. When you're an employee, you're working for someone else. You got a boss. You know, you're essentially trading your time for money. You know, maybe you work 40 hours a week and then you get paid a certain amount of money from that. The challenge with being an employee is that you're going to lack freedom in your life and that you're not going to be able to create financial wealth and abundance. Oftentimes, people that are an employee, they just work at their job until they're 65 years old. At 65, they retire, they get a pension, but they're not really going to create any financial wealth uh, in their lifetime unless they start to move to another part of the quadrant. Okay, so this is how most people are. Someone that's an employee, they're, they're, one of their core values is security. Okay, because when you're an employee, there's not as much risk involved. Uh, you're, you're just getting paid for the hour, you get a salary, whatever that is. But in my opinion, there's actually some risk involved in this because it's fairly risky, in my opinion, being dependent on someone else, um, like an employer, your job, your company that you work for as your sole means of survival. Because at any moment, you can get fired, 
You could be out you know, in the job market looking for a new job. And sometimes there might not be jobs available. Sometimes the market, the economy changes, different sectors and industries disappear. People don't adapt. You know, For example, there's going to be a lot of truck drivers that are going to be out of work and a job because they haven't yet adapted to autonomous cars that are happening. And there's a lot of things that can change in the future as an employee. You know, a lot of people are getting outsourced now because you can hire people in other countries much more inexpensively, or you can use software technology to remove you know, someone from being an employee. So there is some risk, in my opinion, a lot of risk actually, um, ha- you know, just having a job and not being adaptable um, in, in some ways that, that a lot of people aren't. So start off as an employee. The next part of the quadrant is an S. The S is someone who is self-employed. So oftentimes someone that might start as an employee, they might think, well, you know, I can do my own business. I can do my own thing. And so they quit their job and they start their own business and now they're self-employed. So now when you're self-employed, the benefit of moving from an employee to self-employed is now you're your own boss, right? So now you call the shots. Um, You're not reporting to someone else. You set your own hours. You have a new level of freedom in your life. And especially if you have an online business, it gives you the freedom at least to be able to work from home or just have your laptop or you can travel different parts of the world, go to Thailand or Bali or somewhere cool like that. And you can work for yourself now, okay? So this is the next part of the quadrant. The challenge though with being self-employed for a lot of people is that they're still trading their time for money, okay? so. They're, you know, although they have more freedom now, they're still trading their time for money. This could be like a web designer, for example, or, or a freelancer, or um, you know, someone that's providing a service for someone else. You know, maybe you're you're now uh, you're a plumber, or, or like you do renovations, or whatever that might be. Um, self-employed, but you're still trading your time for money, so it's not very scalable because there's no systems yet. You you haven't thought about hiring other people and outsourcing and removing yourself from that. Another way of looking at S is someone who's solo. They think that they can just do everything on their own. They don't need help. They don't know how to hire. They don't actually know how to run a business. Okay, And that's key because that's the next part of the quadrant. The next is a B, which is a business owner. Okay, This is a business operator. This is a business owner. This is someone that works in their business. This is someone that works on their business. The business owner is the person that thinks about how they can remove themselves from the business. They don't want the business to be totally dependent on them. They want a business so that they can create systems. They can bring in employees. They can automate it in ways so that you know, they're not involved in the day-to-day operations of it like the self-employed person is. And they're no longer trading their time for money. They can scale because in many ways, it's like you know, maybe they, they open up multiple shops, multiple stores, or they have a team that does everything for them that gives them the freedom, the time freedom. This might give you, you know, location independence because you know, and you have freedom to call your own shots. This is a much higher level of freedom where you know, the business just runs without you and you collect the passive income that is then being generated from that business. And because it doesn't depend on you, you have time. And then you can start multiple businesses, right? You can open up a new store. You can have um, you know, multiple businesses in different niches or different sectors as well. And so it, it creates more wealth, more scalability than an employee or self-employed ever could, okay? This is what you should strive for in any business that you're in, okay? Is how you can remove yourself from that so that it can run without you. Uh, my video, my, my, my business of creating videos 
is largely dependent on me, right? It's, it, I'm kind of in this area with that, um, also somewhat in here too, okay? But it's, it's still dependent on me. I've got a great team, I've got great systems and whatnot. It could still run without me, but my content creation, the growth of it would, would, would stale out. But I have other businesses that don't depend on me that are purely this, such as my, my books that I've published on Amazon, my Kindle books, that you know, I've got a manager that runs that for me. It's just passive income that I make from that. I've got softwares I've developed. I've got an Amazon business, uh, physical products. Um, so I've got things like that that don't depend on me anyway. The reason why I create videos and content is I enjoy it. I love it. It fulfills me. And you know, you're always going to have to need something to do with your time. Um, but it doesn't require as much of my time as it used to because now I've got a team that supports what I'm doing. Okay. Now the next part of the quadrant is the I, and the I is the investor, okay, the investor. And this is something that everyone should be, whether you're starting off here, you should be striving, you know, really to transition into to either one of these two, but an investor allows you to invest in either real estate, businesses, stocks, other means of creating passive income, okay? So it's taking money that you're making, saving it, putting it aside, and investing it in someone else's business. When you invest in someone else's business, you don't have to be involved in the day-to-day operations of that. You don't have to do the work. You're investing in their expertise, their knowledge, their experience. You know, you can invest in a Mark Zuckerberg, founder of Facebook. You can invest, excuse me, invest in an Elon Musk. You can invest in a Richard Branson and these incredible entrepreneurs and people that you know are much smarter than you and I by you know, choosing to, to partner with them and invest in the businesses that they're running and operating, okay? So when you invest in real estate, stocks, businesses, different opportunities like that, you primarily wanna invest in things that can provide a passive income for you because the way you become financially free is when your passive income exceeds your expenses. So if your expenses, your current lifestyle, okay, right now let's say it's, $5,000 a month, which is $60,000 a year. In order to become financially free, your passive income, and again, passive income either from your business or your investments that can run without you, when this exceeds $5,000 a month or more, that's when you're free. That's when you can trust and depend on this to be able to support your lifestyle so now you have total freedom, okay? You don't have to trade your time for money anymore, and when you have time freedom, then you can invest more. This is how the rich get richer, and this is how the poor get poorer. So this here is the poor mentality. This is the rich mentality. Poor people think about how they can trade their time for money. Rich and wealthy people think how they can start a business that can create passive income, that can create freedom for myself, that can be scalable, that can be growable. How can I invest my money into my business, into myself, into my knowledge, into my in, into stocks and real estate so that I can create passive income as well? If you focus on these, these are the keys to financial abundance, okay? And I actually like to think there's another level, one that Robert Kiyosaki doesn't really share because most people, they start here, they go there, they eventually get here and they eventually just become an investor. It's almost like if you ever watch Shark Tank, you know, the sharks, 
you know, now today, you know, they, they have their own businesses they run, but for the most part, they just invest in other people, other people's businesses. So they're, they're the sharks, they're the investors. Or if you watch Dragon's Den in Canada or the UK, it's the same sort of thing. And you can, you can, you know, also start here. You can go from this to this as well. You know, there's many ways of going about it, but ideally you just want to be over here. But I think the next level of creating, you know, when you create so much financial freedom and financial abundance for yourself is eventually becoming a P, which is a philanthropist. You know, that's when your all your needs are personally taken care of. And yeah, you might get some joy, fulfillment of investing and business and whatnot, but it's when you start to use the resources you have um, available to be able to make bigger changes in the world, to be able to solve some of the world's greatest problems. That could be a Bill Gates, right? Who, you know, he's been through all of these and now he's primarily a philanthropist and he's focused on solving and curing a lot of the world's biggest diseases in the world and really making a huge impact by using his, his wealth and his um, resources that he has available. And there's many other examples of people that are like that, um, but I think you can also be a philanthropist early on as well. You could start giving, you can start contributing, because I think there's a lot of benefit to that, where it teaches you how to be abundant. It teaches you to not have scarcity in your life around money and finances, and it also leads to a level of fulfillment and happiness unlike anything else. Um, I think one of the reasons why some of the wealthiest people in the world eventually become philanthropists is because this will only fill you up so much in terms of happiness, joy, and fulfillment. It still can be somewhat focused on your own needs in a big way, whereas this is purely focused on serving the world in a much uh, bigger way. And when you do that, you get outside yourself. When you get outside yourself, it leads to deeper levels of spiritual happiness, fulfillment, unlike anything else. So I like to think there's another level to that. This is you know, the way that I look at things, but this is the cash flow quadrant. And by the way, he's got a book, Robbie Kiyosaki, called The Cash Flow Quadrant. So I recommend that book. Read Rich Dad Poor Dad first, then read Cash Flow Quadrant. He's also got a board game, by the way, called Cash Flow, which I've got somewhere here. I played it a few times. It's a lot of fun that teaches you about the mindset of money and wealth. So hopefully this can really benefit you guys and help you think more the rich mentality, how you can be a business owner, how you can be an investor, at least trans, you know, hopefully eventually transfer from an employee, you know, but not that there's anything wrong with being an employee, you know, in the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki says his poor dad was a teacher, you know, and, uh, you know, he was never rich, but you know, he enjoyed what he was doing. And so there's some people that don't care about financial wealth. They don't care about financial abundance. And that's fine. You know, if, if that's you watching this video right now, then yeah, if you love your job and you don't care about becoming wealthy, then this is not going to be really that applicable to you. But if you do want to create wealth, if you want to create financial freedom, then in my opinion, you just can't do it as an employee. You know, even if you get you become a CEO of a company, um, in some way you make a great salary. You're still trading your time for money. There's a lot of stress associated with that. And what's more important than money is time, freedom. I think ultimately that's what you're making money for. So um, hopefully this can help you guys. If you guys want to learn more about how to start a B, an S or a B, um, an online business, uh, for example, then I've got a free course that I can share with you guys. If you go to www.projectlifemastery.com slash free course, 
put in your name and email and I'll send you the seven different ways that I make money online where I go over each of the different online business models in detail and walk you through affiliate marketing, information products, physical products on Amazon, blogging, Kindle publishing, different ways for you to get started if you're brand new to building an online business, making passive income so that you can hopefully support and pay for your lifestyle so that you can become financially free. So I'll link to that below in the description of this video or go to projectlifemastery.com slash free course. But I want to thank you guys for watching. Hopefully you enjoyed it and I look forward to seeing you again in the next video. Take care. Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, then I'd love for you to leave an honest review on iTunes and subscribe to the Project Life Mastery podcast for future episodes. And of course, to receive more content and value, make sure to find and follow me at www.projectlifemastery.com for more. Thanks again. Remember to always believe and commit your life to mastery. I look forward to talking to you again soon.